is a new episode, and this is going to be one of the most fired up episodes in the history of all fired up. And that goes back to the chow days. This, this is this is it right here. This is it right here. I'm telling you guys. Tell me who's with me, Ty. Tell me who's with me. First, LA's finest, Mr. John Guerrero. What's up? And I actually was in LA this weekend, so I have a little bit of my cred back, I guess. Do you, do you uh -huh. feel it? You feeling some of those Dodger vibes out there? Those Laker vibes? What were you <laughs> feeling while you were out there? Um, uh, not a lot of great stuff, but it was it was nice to visit home for a little bit. But I want to go back under different circumstances next time. All right, all right, I feel you on that. Um, who else do we have with us, Beast Mode? Mr. American Ninja Warrior, Mr. Jordan Fox. Dun, dun, dun. Happy to be here. Got a lot to say. Our Renaissance man, love having you here. We also got someone else, Beast Mode. Who else is here? Emmy Award winning producer extraordinaire, Mr. Joey Quinn. I love that. I love that E was mouthing Emmy Award winning. Win. <laughs> yeah, that's what you are. And I want to make sure the world knows it. I mean, she can't introduce you without it's saying it. It's a very it, important, you know? a very important little factoid, isn't it? It is the most important factoid. My dad, the legend. Whoa. He can <laughs> Monster. He just got introed. Yeah. I've never been introduced Ooh. since we started the show back up. That's the first. That's my name, folks. <laughs> in case anybody's been wondering. Um, I was trying to keep it like a secret for as long as I could, but I guess there it is. The cat's out of the hat. Now, since she introduced me, I feel like I get to start the show with a little soliloquy, if you don't mind. John, how much time do we have left? Um, uh, for your soliloquy, you have about 30 seconds. No, no, no. How much time do we have left right now <laughs> on the countdown? Uh, um, I would say I want to, I'll be generous. I'll give you half a day. Ooh, a day. No, it's a day, a day. It's a day and a half is what we have. Half a day. You have got a day. I love it. I love it. This is, this is getting, this is getting <laughs> silly now, folks. Um, a day you, you, when do they, when do, when's their opening day? Thursday, 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 we're, we're seven o'clock, one o'clock, four o'clock. It's, it's, uh, one o'clock in, in, in bad guy time. It's, um, it's the 36 hour deadline we're working with right now. Okay. Um, John's saying less than 15, by the way. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm having an issue with this situation and I'm having an issue on both sides and I want to, I want to kind of hear what you guys think and, and tell me if I'm completely ludicrous or not. Um, first, we've seen what Uncle Steve has been doing on Twitter, putting it out there, saying he wants to crowdsource, John. Is that what he was saying? Well, yeah, to be clear, so people that don't know, we're talking about the Francisco Lindor situation. To those not in the know right now. Uh, the deal was that he wanted an extension before opening day, which is Thursday. We are now uh, Tuesday evening. Uh, I would Oof. say business is, business is closed for the day. I believe so. Um, business is never closed, first of all. They went out to dinner at midnight the other week. So business is never closed. Um, we've got 36 hours that business is still open. And then business is shut down for the rest of the time. And that's it. And we lose it. Continue. So, yeah. So um, uh, I'm kind of with you when you first started off and saying both sides. I was very critical of, uh, oh, you call him what, Uncle Cohen, the billionaire Uncle Cohen. Never had a billionaire uncle, but uncle that Steve. guy. Um, Uncle Steve, get it right. Uncle Steve, whatever, whatever. Still a billionaire. Uh, yeah, no, he's and, thirteen billionaire. Thirteen yeah. billionaire. He's got thirteen billion left after buying the Mets. 
lots of billions. Uh, but anyways, um, so he started out, like you said, he crowdsourced, like how much is Lindor's extension worth, which is, I found ridiculous and uh, disrespectful. And I was hoping this entire time they're kind of playing with us together. Uh, but as it's gone on, uh, definitely seems like that's not the case. Um, and then, so yesterday it came out that the Mets did offer him 10 years at 325, uh, which I thought was a great deal for Lindor. Um, I thought he should take it. Uh, so now we're kind of in limbo and he's still tweeting that Lindor should take the deal. And that's their like last and final offer. Um, so we all know that's John, here's yeah. the thing, John. So he wants 12 years, 385 is what he wants. He wants to be the second highest paid player ever after Mike Trout. And I'll be very honest with you. There is nobody you guys probably know in the world that loves Francisco Lindor more than me right now. There's, there's not many people in the world. He's not the second best player in the league. He's not the second best player of all time. But you know what he is? He's a top shortstop. And he'd be getting paid the fourth most money of all time. And you know what? That's pretty solid. Um, I think he's getting greedy. And my, my gut feeling now is if you're not taking 10 years at 325, you had no intention of signing a long-term deal with the Mets. Um, he might as well have asked for $800 million at that point because – he, if he's told this is our final offer and then you ask for 60 million more, you're basically saying, I want to be a free agent. Now, the other side of it. So that's one side. And I, I'm not happy with Francisco Lindor because of that. And and it's a fair offer. He It's a more than fair offer. Do you know it's, he's it's, never, it's more, it's worth more than Mookie's contract. He's never, and I don't, I don't think he's better than Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts has been an MVP, correct? Yeah. You know, Lindor has never finished in the top five in MVP. Just saying. Um, no disrespect to my boy. I want him to come on the show. But with that being said, 10 years and 325 is more than fair. I thought they were offering like 275. If you're offering 325, you're in Tatis money now. That's fair. And Tatis took 14 years on his contract to get the more money, by the way. So Lindor's 27. He's not going to be this player when he's 37, 38, 30. You know, so like 10 years is fair. Um, but the other side of this is this uncle Steve's got $13 billion. You, you don't nitpick when you're talking about 325 or 360 or 380. Like, you know, okay. you don't like, okay. like, like, you don't class. And if, if there's a big problem, I have a solution, but t- tell me what you think about that. He, <clears throat> he came in with his big D and threw it on the table and said, I'm a billionaire. I do what I want. I, I'll pay for everybody. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. And then somebody like Lindor, of course they're going to go f- shoot for the moon and, and, and see what happens. But the end of the day, this guy's running a business. You say there's no difference between 325 and 380 because he has so much money. Ask him that. Ask him how he feels about pissing 60 million away just to be a nice guy. He, and, did, and it a, he did it a couple months ago with GameStop. Like you said, Lindor is not, if you if you stack it all up, the greatest, the highest paid players ever, where does he fall? He doesn't fall into the four slot. <laughs> well, that's what, no, I mean, if, that's what he's going to get from, from Steve Cohn. And what's going to I understand this. Gonna be, and he's asking for more. I understand this. 
He wants he's, to be- he's not going to get any more. Cone will walk away from this deal. You watch. I know. And, and, yeah, and, and the problem is, if he wants to test free agency, he better go out and have a career year better than everyone win the World Series. Because guess who's a free agency? Who's in free agency for who shortstops next year? Four superstars. Corey are gonna Seager. Be for, Corey Seager. Carlos Correa. Carrera. Yep. Story. And who's the last one? Damn it. Um, Lindor. No, there's another one on top of that. Oh, there's a, there's, I'll, a, I'll, there's a fifth one. Okay, yeah, so you'll have five big-name shortstops. Oh, ba- Baez, Baez. Yeah, and these guys are all over $100 million. Some are going to be closer to $200 million with those guys, with Story and Baez. Um, so, yeah, he's going to have a competitive market out there. I don't think anyone is offering him 325 next year because he's going to be another year older. So now you're signing him, you know, through 38 and going on his 39-year-old season. And I just don't I, – I think this is the best offer he's ever going to get. And maybe they can meet in the middle. How about 11 years, 150? You know what I mean? Like like something. Like like, like something. Like uh, you can't lose him because, because well, you, have here's the thing. Him the you have to if, trade him at the All-Star break. If, if Cohen budges, he loses – he loses advantage in any future negotiation on any. But he can win a world. But he has a chance to have a win. He, all he says is he wants a winning team. That's all he wants. You can't trade your your bet your best young player Jimenez, our star, our stud shortstop now, going to be batting like leadoff and and playing shortstop for the Indians. Would be the same for the Mets if he was there. Twenty one. You traded away Rosario. The baseball team. What? Oh, the Cleveland baseball team. You're correct. Yeah. Just, that's my bad. <laughs> That's it a, is your bad. That, that's a dollar in the jar for me. Um, Continue. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to offend. Um, on the spiritual journey we're going on here. Um, I, I I just think they gave up so much for him after giving up so much in that. And here's why I think they have to sign him. And this is going to be crazy. By the way, Clax, I just noticed your hair. It looks beautiful, by the way. Thank that's, you. That's bun. Is it? <laughs> I um, told you I had to do my hair before we recorded tonight. I, I just saw it in the light, though. It's so dark there. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> wow. So, yeah, they gave up so much for Cano and Diaz um, to Seattle. And then they gave up the rest of what they had for Lindor. They have nothing left in the tank. If they have to trade Lindor, they're, they're a team that's built to win a championship, supposedly, this year. But they're going to be in rebuild mode? So, it makes no I, again, sense whatsoever. I, again, who's you Conforto? Who's the guy that's about to sign a contract? Is it Conforto? Well, yeah, he's he's the guy, but he's another one. Like, he's going to okay. be over $100 million. Okay, so if, if, he, if, if Cohen budges on this Lindor deal, he's going to have to pay Conforto more money because Conforto is going to say – Conforto's gonna overpay. He's gonna have to overpay for Conforto, and I'd rather overpay for Lindor because you can't lose both of them. Then this what is, you have this is this is what this is why you don't have a billion dollars, my friend. <laughs> this is, but, but but it's like you're coming in. You didn't get Bauer like 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 he said he was going to. You didn't get Springer like he said he was going to, and then he didn't make the move for Lindor like he said he was. But you're not gonna pay him, so you're gonna rent. Like John said, you're, it's a rental for not even a year. It's gonna be a half year rental. Because you have to trade them. So, so, so help me out here. If, Please, if I'm, what, 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 I'm getting fired what, up here. What happens if Lindor doesn't sign the deal by Thursday? 
He won't. He he will not talk about a contract until the end of the season when he's a free agent. So he Mets, so he will play for the Mets. Oh yeah, he's going to try to put up amazing numbers for the Mets because he wants to get a contract. Okay. So there's no doubt in my mind he's going to come out and hit 40 home runs, bat 350, and he's going to have one of those years because because he can't. Nor if he signs the contract, he's going to bat 270. You know Dude, that. Dude, he is not signing a contract. Beforehand, now that I have my head wrapped around that part of this, um, yeah, I thought it was whether or not he was going to walk what? into free agent, walked into free agency now immediately. Oh, and if no, anybody, no, if anybody no, was in this year, he signed for okay. this year. Okay, um, but that, that's it. So like, if he won't talk for it, then he's gone. Like, like that's he's gone. He's not like uh, yes, Fox. Have you ever played the game? It was very popular when I was a kid called ad libs. Mad Libs? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mad Libs, Mad Libs. Yeah, absolutely. And I still play it all the time. Exactly. That's exactly what Cole needs to do with Lindor. Fill in the year, fill in the amount, and then we sign it, and then we just play. That's what needs to happen. If you want him, that's what you just got to do it. He's got to bite the bullet. He's got to do it. Worry about it later. Word just got to do it. That's just who he is. That kind of guy. Or, or you could give the guy an extra sixty million dollars, and he could get season-ending injury two months into the season, career-ending surgery, do it and not sign next week as well. Pull Earl Thomas. Yeah, I mean that—that's the whole thing. Like, what? Like, he's had some injuries in his career, not like major, major, but he's had some injuries. What if he? Here's a hammy or, or you know, a, this a, is what I'm saying. Like, you don't want to take like, like some 325 million for pay, pay the 385 for man. a kid who grew up very, very poor in the Caribbean. Um, like, 385. The, the, <laughs> and then, and the thing is, you know what? It's believing in yourself, you know, that, that's what it comes down to. He believes in himself that he's going to get 385 from somebody. I don't know who's going to give it to him because. Think of the teams that give those deals. The Yankees, they're not looking oh, for a sh- shortstop right now. I don't believe he wants it from the league. I think he wants it from the Mets. Oh, I know. He'll he'll sign for three twenty five somewhere else. Oh I, yeah. I oh yeah. This is the tax to play for the Mets. Oh, I get it. Yeah. And, and you know what? I don't disagree with it. He, the Mets have been a a, a, a shithole for so He's many goddamn it. years. You know what? He's allowed to say, "I'm taxing you sixty mil to play in that part of New York." And you know what? Mm-hmm. You pay him the money. You pay him. Fox, you, you, you're twisting me right back to where I need to be. I you was starting to go the other way for a minute, but no. It's cool. John. Yeah, it is a lot of money. Yeah, you don't deserve it. Okay, now pay me. Cool. All right. You know who else is saying pay me? John Jones is saying pay me. Oh. John Jones is John up Jones. next. Who's John Jones? John Jones is the greatest UFC fighter of all time, most likely. Oh. Wow, remember that guy? The brother of Chandler Jones. Stud the end for the... Arizona Cardinals, but my squad, and we'll get to them later. <laughs> we'll get to them later. I got some things to say about them. And um, Super Bowl champ Art Arthur Jones as well. Correct. There, that's a hell of a family right there. Um, John Jones, let, let's actually take a step back. John Jones is about to fight the new heavyweight champion, Francis Ngannou. Is he? That's Well, that's what UFC said. That's what Ngannou said, and that's what John Jones said. But there's an issue. Would one of you guys like to talk about that issue? Do you do, do you know Fresh? Because what he said today was no good on, 
uh, on the Twitter. I don't know if you saw it or not. Uh, well, I don't, I don't think um, the second part where he said, because I saw the first part where he went on a rant about pay me because uh, Francis called him out. And then he said he'll, he's not afraid to Dana White basically said that John Jones was afraid to fight. And J- John was like, nope, I just want to be paid what I'm worth. He um, wants to which- be paid the same amount that Conor McGregor gets paid. And you know what? This fight will draw like a Conor McGregor fight. It will. The heavyweight title with John Jones, he's already up to 245 right now. You think he's scared? The guy put on 40 pounds of muscle to get ready to fight this guy. Like, I don't think he's scared. Why would you train and do that if you're not looking to win the, the heavyweight title? He's undefeated. The guy has never lost. Um, but Dana, Dana White has used this tactic forever now to – lowball guys into negotiating fights he'll announce a fight before a fighter has even signed the contract to force him into you know feeling the pressure to, to sign it and i think john's doing a good thing by not you know not falling to that because he should be paid millions to fight um you know I, uh, how much money do the like is, does wilder wilder pull in i think john does way better numbers than wilder well well like, here's the difference here's the difference boxing doesn't have one person that is monopolizing it as the boss right, right. I, I know i know the reasons why i'm just explaining so like, like, what he like, should be paid and that's why a lot of these ufc guys are all trying to get boxing matches now exactly you see this i mean they all are trying to do it did you see the newest one who just signed on for a boxing match john your boy, Anderson Silva against uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Jr. Wow. Boxing. Um, so That's I mean, crazy. I mean, he's gonna make more money in that fight as an old man. People not really watching it than he did in probably any of his UFC fights. I think it's a joke and an insult when you watch the end of that UFC and Dana White comes on for his interview and he says, "O'Malley." Fight of the night. Fifty thousand dollar bonus. Fifty thousand. The guy gets two fights, maybe three a year. Has the the fight of the night on your big pay per view, and it, that's going to bring in seventy five to eighty million dollars for the house, and you're going to give him fifty grand. Like, come on. The guy had this fight of the night. He, you know what he left with, John? How much money do you think O'Malley made that night? He's probably on a small contract, so I, if he got with the bonus, I would say he probably made not over three hundred thousand dollars. Two forty-five. Two forty-five, less than a quarter mil as the was it the co-main event? It was the co-main event. Yep. The co-main event of this guy who's been a stud, winning fight after fight after fight. And he puts on a show for the fans. It's it's crazy. But then again, you know what? How much money do you think Nagano made for that fight? Right. Oh, he made like 500 grand, like some ridiculous. I mean, clacks. These guys are fighting, putting their lives on the line, literally, with their fists, with no gloves, really, just these little, little pads for 500 grand as the heavyweight champion. I mean, how much popularity really is there with this sport? By that, I mean revenue. Um, that pay per view probably brought in 75 million for the house. There's expenses, but after all the expenses, it comes out to something like 70, 75 million uh, on a pay-per-view like that. The fighters get about two to three million of that. 
Jeez. You know, I don't even know what to compare it to. You know, a uh, boxing main event sure as hell gets a lot more money than that, but there's a lot more advertising dollars than that. M- McGregor, the most he ever made in a fight in UFC was $10 million. Jeez. The, most, the most he ever made. That's that insane. Was against Habib. He made 10 mil. That's insane. He made 85 million fighting um, Floyd. Floyd. So, like, why and and I don't know if you heard his trainer Kavanaugh came out and said his biggest problem of why he lost to uh, uh, Poirier was that he trained boxing. He was training to fight one of these big boxers, and he'd been boxing and boxing and boxing, and he wasn't doing anything working on his legs. And 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 you saw what happened. I mean, there was it literally looked like he didn't know what to do in there when it came to his legs. But he was throwing great punches. When he threw them, they were landing beautifully like a nice boxer, and he wanted the payday. He was gonna fight Pacquiao, um, and, I, he and, and Ethan, just so, just so it's we're clear, his purse for the Khabib fight, Conor McGregor's, was only three million. Oh, three the million? extra millions was that the money that he brought in from his pay per view points and everything else that they they should already be giving him anyways. The purse Jeez. should have been at least ten million, and then stuff on top of that. Right, like, it's right. just it's he ridiculous. Bonuses from the right from because he has his contract, he has a, a better percentage of the the pay per view. Pay per view, yeah. On that, that's kind of his deal. Uh, but it still only was like ten mil, you know what I mean? On on a on a hundred million dollar card, he's got to be more than ten percent of it. Like it just has to be. Like like, could you imagine a boxer going in there fighting in the heavyweight, and then I mean, Mike Tyson only would get ten percent of it, but that's because Don King would take sixty, you know. Um, but actually, Pacquiao is gonna is gonna come back and fight now too, um, and he's gonna get smoked. He's gonna come out against Terence Crawford. They're saying, and. I don't know how much you guys watch boxing in Terrence Crawford, but woo, pound for pound, I think he's third in the world right now or second in the world. Um, the boy's dangerous. And Pacquiao's 42. And if I learned anything watching these fighters, Stipe is a great example. Is he is he done, John? Is he retired, Stipe, now? Like, does he no, I don't think he's retired. Um, I think he's just going to take some time. Uh, from his last Instagram post, post-fight, he did, uh, he did everything right. He congratulated Francis said he's going to take some time. I mean, technically they're both one and one in their fights. So there is a chance for a trilogy fight. He doesn't, um, want, that. He doesn't want that. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's going to retire. No. no. Did you see him after the first round? Like he looked like he, he just wanted to quit. Like he was like, I don't want to go back out there and get hit again. And he only took one or two shots that first round. And he's like, that's enough for me. And then, uh, Oh, that was, that was, I think that ended his career. I don't think you're going to see him come back and fight. I don't think he needs I, the money. He'll he'll fireman. I think he's done. I think I think Francis ended his career. Um, nah, he'll he'll be back. Hey, hey, um, can I talk a little soccer for a second? Fox, can, can I can, can I get you going? Uh, I'm a FIFA 21 player now on PS4, so I've been you know getting into a little soccer, and I've been been doing my research and men's World Cup qualifying. Mm-hmm. Team USA, mm-hmm. they're not going to be in the World Cup. Yeah, water's wet, you know. <laughs> Wow. Clax, Team USA. How many teams, Fox, are in the World Cup? Uh, 32. 32 countries are in the World We're not a top 32 country. No. Makes total sense. That yeah. Is any, who plays soccer in the – Yes, yeah, but Ethan, how many other countries are in the Super Bowl? Answer me that. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's why it's called American football. <laughs> I, I think it's a joke. I, I think it's a joke that they still get paid more than three times what the women's team gets paid. Yes, but, yes. 
and and their reasoning is, oh, we bring in more revenue. Explain to me how they bring in more revenue when only revenue that comes in for soccer in the United States is during the World Cup. And they're not in the freaking World Cup, but the women win the World Cup. Explain that to me. But the women get no, and they're on every TV show and everything. Only every four years they get to do this. But they're on every TV show on the circuit. It's unbelievable. I don't get it. Um, that was Ethan's. That was Ethan's Me Too moment for the day. It's been pissing me off for a lot of a long time now because I love watching women's Team USA since Mia Hamm and all those girls back in in the mid '90s. Like that was that was awesome. Like, oh yeah, take the shirt off, uh, Brandy, Brandy, something, right? Brandy chart. I don't know. I, I was close. Brandy something took the shirt off and started waving it when they won the World Cup. That's all I know. Um, and then, and then, yeah, now this team is amazing to watch with, with, with all the young talent and the veterans. It, it's great. Brandy Chastain. Brandy Chastain. I knew it was with a ch. I was close. Is it wrong to say that that's a total stripper name? <laughs> I know that I know that goes against, you know, your point. <laughs> but it's a way to make money. I'm not complaining. I don't, I don't judge anybody. Anyone wants to make money. Uh, that might be one of the only sports where women make more than men, which is stripping. Uh, men strippers, I don't think hey, la- much. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. This is Brandy Chastain. <laughs> <laughs> girls, girls, girls comes on. Sorry. Nuts. All right, all right. So that, 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 that's my my one w- w- women's post. Now I got one more women's thing to talk about. I want to talk a little women's basketball. Can we do that for a second, Fox? You, you, you with me here? All right. Elite eight. I love I love watching the the like last two or three UConn games every year. They're always amazing to watch in the women's in the game because they have the best players on their team and everyone plays up to try to beat them. Well, they got this freshman sensation. I don't know if you've been following her this year, Paige Bukers. Um they won by two points. The last play, a little controversial. It looks like they kind of beat up the girl who shot it, and then they didn't call any whistles because it's UConn. You know, you kind of get those Jordan rules after a while. Um, I just don't understand how one school and one team and this one girl could just be so dominant every single year. I, I heard it's just like 17 years in a row there in the Final Four for the women's UConn. Uh, in the Elite Eight, at least. But I think, yeah, uh, the final four, maybe the final four too. I, I'm not going to correct you on that. Uh, I think that, it's the final about, four. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I love Coach Gino. He just, he's like, I don't need a coach, man. I like what I do. We dominate. We're good. I figured out this women's game. And there's not many men that coach women's basketball. If you look at it out there, it's pretty much all women and former women players. And uh, I think it's pretty cool. Gino's just like, I'll dominate. When are the men going to catch up and start making? <laughs> they, 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 no, they got smoked in the first round this year, right? I'm pretty sure in the brackets. Yeah, they got smoked. Um, you know what? I uh, Speaking of getting smoked, I watched uh, some Combine today, boys. Came home from work. And I saw that Fields ran a 4-4-40 today. Mm, mm, mm. Which is pretty pretty juicy. I didn't realize he was that fast. Um, what? I, I, didn't, I didn't watch many games that he played. I didn't know that he was that fast. That's fast. Ohio State, That's, baby. Yeah, I mean, that was, I think, the third fastest 40 time ever for a quarterback. They said it was like like uh, Lamar Jackson and Vic, basically, are the two fastest. Uh, this guy came right after him. I'm hearing so many things about this draft now. You want to know what I'm hearing from my sources? 
I think I know who the 49ers are taking at number three. Yep. Is that Justin Fields? Nope. Nope. Say it. Say it, Fox. My man, Zach. Nope. No, your man, Matt. <laughs> your Stop man, it. Mac Jones, is going number no, three. Not. No way. No, no, no he's not. Yes, no, he's not. You're no, he's not. Just all over. I have, I have ten, you're I have you're ten dozen donuts. Ten dozen donuts. That that doesn't happen. How about how about ten dozen from me, one dozen from you? Um ten to one donut ratio. I'll do a a a one donut to to half dozen. What? I'll give you a dozen, bro. Give me twelve to one odds, dude. Send me one jelly. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Sign me up right now. You're crazy. They're not picking Mac Jones. They're picking Mac Jones number three. Absolutely not. Okay, so if that's it's only one way. It's only one way. Only one way they don't take Mac Jones, and that's if the Jets take Mac Jones. No, the Jets aren't taking Mac Jones. The bet is off if the Jets take him. I don't even think they went to his pro day. Jones. He's going number three. Um, number two is going to be that the the kid (laughs) that you just keep talking about, Zach. Zach Wilson. Yeah, that's who. Oh, he's a niner. He's a niner. He could win all over his face. What if what if he's got at number two? He's not. I I don't think the who's who who, Jets are. I don't think Jets are going to take a quarterback. I I think think Jets are are rolling with. I think they're taking, they're Zach they're taking a quarterback or they're trading down because it makes no sense to keep that pick and not take a quarterback. It's too valuable right now. That yeah. pick is worth – you look what the Dolphins just did. That pick – and it's higher than the Dolphins. So you'll you'll get whoever you want in the draft other than um, Trevor if, if you get the Jets pick. So, no, that pick is too valuable to take anybody but a quarterback. I told you I didn't think they were going to, but they have to. Like, you have to. Niners are getting steals before they get Mac Jones. Yeah. Fields is going to go down to the Panthers. That's Maybe. I think I think Fields is going to the Panthers. I think that he's going to be the fourth quarterback taken. Um, I, I think I think after those those top three quarterbacks that I mentioned, um, then you got um, what do you have? The Bengals. They're good. And and they're going to go most likely offensive line and, and take um, the the Solea. Well, didn't didn't Joe Burrow say they wanted them to draft a wide receiver? Yeah, he can say whatever he wants. Does he want to stand up and, and throw to somebody? Because um, they they have no offensive line, and you have to protect that man with the with the bum leg now. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that's what I think. Fox, am I crazy? You're not crazy at all. I would say the Jets will take a QB if they're able to finalize that deal with the Broncos, trading Darnold. Um, they've been talking a lot, but nothing concrete. So until that happens, I'm saying O line. O line, yeah. And then the next pick after that is the Falcons. I thought the, the Falcons are before the Bengals. Oh, maybe the Falcons are before. And yeah. So maybe the Falcons might take that offensive lineman, and they'll, they'll take the next. There's two offensive linemen right there. Falcons have a better chance of getting Mac Jones than the Niners. No, I don't think they're taking a quarterback. Mac Jones makes much more sense. He'll be gone. He's going third. He won't be there. <laughs> I just told you this, didn't you? Listen, I bet a, I bet a lot of donuts. The, what am I going to do with 12 dozen donuts? That's, that's you know what, gentlemen, if I win this donut. do with one donut. Listen, if I win a dozen, <laughs> 12 dozen donuts, I was going to be like, I'm going to make sure he mails one to you. It's just out of principle to show, show some love. John, he's not getting any because he doesn't invite me to anything, so he doesn't get any. But, Fox, I was going to send you some, you know? Um, all right, it's okay, though. 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, I'm so confident. I think you're going to even start hearing those rumors on TV. You're going to start listening to morning shows. They're going to start saying Mac Jones is going to the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan likes He's not. Yeah, he is. He is. I'm saying it's going to be a bust, but he's going there. Um, if he goes to the Niners, he will be a bust. He's going to be no better than Jimmy G. Why would the Niners have traded up? To get Mac Burns. Because that's, 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 that's the. That makes no sense. They didn't even see his. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. That's, that's no. no. It's not happening. No. Just send me, just send me that one donut tomorrow. <laughs> 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 so I can get at it. It, it, it will be, it'll be a nice fancy donut if it is too. But no, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's happening. I'm telling you. Um, I, I think what I'm hearing is also then there's going to be. The Dolphins at six are going to most likely take either the, the tight end pits or they're going to go for one of these uh, wide receivers, they're saying, uh, with Waddle or Chase. Is that what you're hearing, Fox? No, I'm not hearing that at all. But if they are going to go receiver, you got to go Devontae Smith. They're not they're, They don't, they're supposedly that's not, he's their third, he's third on their list. I guess this kid Chase was so good with Burrow that everyone loves him. He didn't even play last year. And then, uh, yeah, and then I don't know about Waddle. I guess he's the speed guy. Um, but we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. Um, I'll go Devontae Smith so fast. Yeah. Name a Bama receiver that didn't pan out. Every mock draft has him going like 14 through 16, Devontae. That that's, I that's a sin. That's a sin. Yeah. Why would you do that? And that means that the Giants passed up on him. And that makes me angry because I'm like, you know, Henry Ruggs did well last year. He was just hurt. They just produce. He was all right. I think, I think, I think the Raiders were plugging in Ruggs incorrectly. I think Ruggs is a good player. I think they were just using him. Raiders. I want to bring something up. I was watching a a clip, something on FS1. I think I'm not sure exactly what show it was, but I was watching this guy make a pretty good point. John Gruden is by far the most overrated coach in the history of football. Not overpaid. I mean, of course he's the most overpaid, but, but he's always overrated. Do you know that his winning percentage is like 40% or something? It's like, it's below Chip Kelly. It's, 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 it's not very good. Um, yeah. He won a Super Bowl. He did win a Super Bowl, literally inheriting Tony Dungy's gem of a team his first year there. Go look up his record, especially since the Super Bowl. I am. He was hot his first couple years. Not so good after that. Um, He hasn't been to the playoffs in nine years. It's a long time. Nine coaching years? Yeah. Okay. That's a long time. Nine coaching years? His his record is 114 and 110. No, uh, since no, since he won that Super Bowl, I said he's he's won forty percent of his games. Yeah, that looks about. Right. He, I, I said he had a hot start, and then he's only won about forty percent of his games since that he hasn't he hasn't made the playoffs in nine coaching years. I mean that's that's bad. Like anybody else would be fired, but he's got another what six years on his deal? Seven years? Probably. Wild 70, 60, 70 million left. Wild. Um, you want to talk about wild? Can we talk about this NBA trade deadline? Um, that was kind of wild. Um, who are the winners and losers, John? To you, I I, I have a feeling I know who you're going to say is one of the winners. <laughs> no. Um, to be honest, uh, I, it was that was all. I didn't realize it was coming up that fast because the whole 
readjusted schedule. So honestly, I'm not like I couldn't tell you to be honest. All right. Well, I'll tell you. Do you want to tell him? Who, who, I got you. Who, who won? Who won this? I, I think the Nuggets are one of the big winners in this. Uh, they they picked up Aaron Gordon, who's an All Star, and they picked up Javale McGee to come spot Jokic when he needs a couple minutes to rest. I, I think that that that's the team to not the team to beat, but I think that's the, the team that I would not want to play in the playoffs. Um, the other winner, this is a weird one, the Chicago Bulls. Now, they traded for Vucevic from, from the Magic. And Vucevic is an all-star, well, last year, um, who's averaging 24 points and 10 rebounds. And they got him for a couple more years on a good set, on a good amount, a good, decent mid-level uh, salary. And the Bulls are putting a little team together next year. They're, they're trying to build around this guy. And I think that was a huge move that nobody saw coming. Um, but then the, the, all the talk, though, all the talk is about the Nets and the Lakers. Now, Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge, clacks, go to the Nets. It's, it's unfair. It, it, it's, it's borderline unfair when they get Blake Griffin. It's just – it's – if they don't win a chip after getting Aldridge, whoever does win it really earned it. What do you think, John? Um, yeah, it's, it's we were talking to you talk a lot about like buying championships, and I mean the NBA is this up is the there. definition of buying. A championship. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's kind of like a I guess championship or bust for them, which is gonna put a lot of pressure on him um but yeah it's 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 like when um durant went to the warriors kind of that situation ah, all over ah, i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you why you're wrong on that in a second but fox um yes well what do you what do you think is this like uh what they're these gentlemen are saying are you agreeing with them um, I'm agreeing with the buying a championship aspect, um, but I will say a great win is also the Miami Heat for getting Victor Oladipo. Yes. I Huge. thought that was a great decision, a great choice, and I was actually excited for the possibility of Aldridge going to Miami. Um, obviously, that did not pan out, and now that it did not pan out, I'm not going to watch basketball until the second round. So initially I was excited for the first round, but now I'm, I don't see any point in watching basketball to the second round. So it just right. pushes back my plans. So, so, so here's, here's what I think. I think people are getting a little bit too excited about the shell of LaMarcus Aldridge. What's there to be excited about with basketball in general right now? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's awful well you're like this is not exciting at all well i mean half the league's big name players are all hurt i mean you look at lebron's hurt davis is hurt i mean the other half are on the next. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I don't think it's such a big deal that they picked up griffin and aldridge i i don't think they're going to be difference makers you know who's going to be a difference maker they don't have to be difference makers well that, that's what i'm saying like i i don't think it's like what are they going to actually – what do you expect out of LaMarcus Aldridge at this point? Uh, uh, rebounds, rebounds, picks, yeah, he uh, an open well dunk contest. 
When that's all he has to do, I guarantee you he's going to do what he needs to do. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think Griffin's going to have some life back in him. You've already seen it with his dunks and his alley oops. Look at Blake Griffin. There's a good, there's a great point. But so what do you young, think Aldridge is going to look like? Older. Um, but you know Rebound, assist, and a nice dunk and an open shot. You know what? You know who they should have got? It's who the Lakers got. And I think it's the difference maker. And if LeBron and Davis are, are healthy, Drummond is a stud center. He is what they need. They don't need offense, although he will get you eight offensive rebounds a game. Um, the guy averages 15 and a half points. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 18 points and 15 rebounds a game. How come no one thinks that's unfair? Because it's John's team. Of course, John's team gets the best player. <laughs> They're the acknowledge it. They got him for $700,000. Um. There has to be a rule about like it's not fair to, to like ninety percent of the teams in the league that have no chance of getting these guys when they get get cut like this, unless you're the Nets, the Lakers. I don't even know who else because everybody went to the Lakers and the Nets. There's nobody else left. That's um, where you just flash forward to the finals this year. By the way, that's just yeah. I don't know. Jordan's gonna start watching in the second round. Feel like he could wait another round. <laughs> um, could. I, I think I want to see how healthy the Lakers get. Because the Lakers aren't healthy. They're not winning the chip, obviously. They can't win a game right now without these guys. Um, I'm curious to see what they do tonight. Drummond is starting at center. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Did they start already, John, or they start a little later? No, it starts um, – actually, the game is tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow against the Bucks. yeah. Oh, I thought it was tonight. I was excited. Um, at least he's starting tomorrow. We'll see what they do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think – I mean, I- I'm trying to dissect some of these teams. Like, the Jazz have some holes – the Suns, what do you think of the Suns? Um, I think your Suns... Mm, My well, Suns? <laughs> yeah, I think your Suns maybe... I uh, think they got a shot to make it to the second round, possibly. I'm not sure. Um, they, they, they could mess around and play the Lakers. As the Lakers, you know, have a really good, you know, slide down. Or the Mavericks. That stick seven seed, but... Uh, they could play the Mavericks or Portland, too. Oh, 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 ooh. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's tough. Um, it's tough. That Western Conference is not like the Eastern Conference. You know. I want to tune into the second round and just, you know, look <laughs> up and see who made it out, you know? I, I think the first round of the Western Conference is going to be really good. I think the Eastern Conference, it's going to be the 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 Nets, the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Heat. The one, two, three, and four. That's who's going to win. I think it's going to be pretty obvious in the East. The West, I don't even know if the one or two seeds are going to win if they're the Suns. If it's the um, the Jazz. Oh, Jazz are definitely going through. Depends. But if they play the Lakers in the first round? Come on now. Come on. I They're doubt the Lakers. Play. The Lakers aren't going to slide to AC, I don't be. think. No, I, but the Jazz. I mean, where, where are the Lakers right now in the standings? They're fourth, fourth place. Fourth right now? Yeah. yeah. They'll be seventh at worst. Okay, if they're seventh, that means they can be playing a very good team. They can be playing the Clippers in the first round. They can be playing the Jazz. Or so they what? They'll the- probably be at full strength then for the first time in between exactly. now and then. So. Exactly. So it's, it, but it's going to be a challenge. You're not playing like one of these eight seeds like, like they would be before in the first round. He just kind of strolls. But we'll yeah. see. I don't know. So if the Lakers are six or seven seed and they win the whole thing, is LeBron the best player? In the league? <laughs> Excuse me. Not all time. No, no. I mean, are we are we like not including Michael Jordan in the conversation, or are we? We're including everybody ever. 
Well, not if you include Michael Jordan in the conversation. No, he's not. Everybody ever. No, not now. <laughs> but but his career is not over. He, I, I'm not saying he doesn't have a chance. Um, but no, not yet. Not yet. He's getting closer, though. If he wins another chip, he's getting closer. Um, he, I, I this thought... Is, this is ridiculous at this point to me now. Like, the things you know, that he has to do, so it's just, it's wild. You... Like, like initially... You did not grow like, up... You're too young to watch Michael Jordan. What? Clax, it's old man him right now, Clax. This man did not watch Michael Jordan unless you were in, like, like you're below 10 years old. I um, understand. I, 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 I hear where you're going friends. with that, but... Uh, you know, there is an argument to be made. I don't think this LeBron can win another one. Argument. If he wins another one, it's getting much closer. You know what would have made it even closer? If he would have stayed healthy this year and got that MVP. You know, that to me would have been like ridiculous. This is making it, this is making it like more though, like the fact that like he's possibly going to be six or seven seed. He's going to have to be, play the two. Then he's going to have to play the three. Then the one, like it's going to be ridiculous. Ridiculous, and then he plays the Nets with all of them. It's just, it's just stupid. Like, like, what else does he have to do? It's just ridiculous. The things that he's doing, he's gonna be like top four in every category in bat. It's just he's got another year and a half. He'll be the all time. That's what I'm before. saying. And like, I don't even like. And, then, and at that point, he gets close. I'm a Kobe guy, but it's getting to the point where like, all right, this, well, he passed Kobe. What does he have to do? Like, what, what hasn't he done? It's just ridiculous. I mean, it's what he done in his past. I mean, he's got a lot of losses in big games. Mike didn't do that. But then he just keeps prevailing, and he's very durable as opposed to these past two years. But How about this? You want to know, know how he passed him? My whole childhood, I was – and this is, he played before my time, really, but Joe Montana was considered the greatest quarterback of all time when, when he retired. He right? Four Super Bowls. Four, uh, uh, four yeah. and, and yeah. I think he was like what sixteen touchdowns and one interception or something, something silly, right? Mm-hmm. Some some really crazy stats, and that's the greatest quarterback of all time. There's no one that's going to be better than Joe Montana. You know how you become better than Joe Montana? You can lose a couple chips, but you got to win a lot more than him. And Tom Brady won seven, so Tom Brady's like. That's how you, that's how you do it. If LeBron came out and won like nine chips or something. Oh yeah. Of course he'd be the greatest of all time. Even if he had seven, he'd be the greatest of all time. If he ties him with six, that's the conversation. Um, but I'll tell you this. And you're the man who talks about championships, Fox. You're, that, you're all about the chips. So don't, don't shake your head at me. I know you're about the chips. LeBron is playing a different era. Straight this up. Ridiculous. Where you can't, you can't get touched. But you can't get touched. Like Michael Jordan got beat up. There's no way people played this age back in the early '90s and, and could play at this. Nobody could. Uh, and I'm imagine, saying, okay, okay. But imagine if Patrick Ewing and Penny Hardaway played on the uh, the Broad Street Bullies in like Detroit, and then Jordan beat them. Like that's exactly what LeBron's about to do. It's just stupid. It's not even cool. I mean. He does have. That's not even right. But it's not like I mean, it's not like when he was by himself. He's got a pretty good sidekick next to him. You know, what I mean. Yeah, same as every other team he plays in the championship. No, I, I'm not saying no. Um, Anthony Davis at this point is better than Scottie Pippen next to you. I think, right? Uh, one hundred percent. So I mean, 
that makes it even easier for him compared to Michael Jordan. That's my point. Michael Jordan mm-hmm. had to lead that team. Mm-hmm. By the way, You're ignoring my point, though. No, I'm getting what your point. What does that have to do with I, I, Kevin Durant? I, I understand your point, but he's going to do more. James Harden, Blake Griffin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, do you think that's better than beating the 73-win Warriors when he was in Cleveland? I don't. Yes. Oh, yes. I don't. What do you think, Clax? Yes. Coming down off of injury? Three, down three to one, and he beat the 73-win team. What do you think? What do you think would be a what? bigger a bigger accomplishment? Him beating, winning that first chip for Cleveland and beating the 73-win the Warriors, or if he went through the playoffs as a low seed and beat the Nets? No, 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 no. It's not about the low seed. From not playing basketball for like five, six weeks, healthy. And then he comes back just murdering everybody. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought that was that was part of it. Obviously, you got to mention it. What 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 is a what is it? I think the Cleveland one. I think I think the, I think the Cleveland one for sure because there was especially there was nobody else on that team. But that no, he had know, Kyrie. He had Kyrie. There there, there, <laughs> there wasn't anyone else on that team that compared to what he's playing with mm-hmm. now. There wasn't anybody else on that team. Correct. Correct. Um, I think the Clippers made that move of getting Rondo. I think it's going to be huge come playoff time, Fox. Agreed. I do. I think I think that's going to be a, a a sleeper pickup. Like no one really is talking about that move. But the wake up Paul George. Oh, they needed a point guard. Like like you don't want Kawhi playing point forward. You want him playing forward so he can play his game. And Rondo's going to make that happen now. And you know, it's pretty funny. I think you guys. I'm sure you know. Who did they trade Rondo for in Atlanta? Do you guys know? Lemon Pepper Lou, back in Atlanta, where he loves his wings at strip clubs. <laughs> Come on, you don't remember the story from Clax? No. Beginning of, COVID, beginning of COVID, he went there for something and he got all the heat because he went to the strip club to go get his wings. Oh, uh, okay, yes. And it was in Atlanta. So he got gotcha. traded to Atlanta next to his favorite strip club to get his lemon pepper wings for Lemon nice. Pepper Lou. Amazing. Yes, sir. All right. Well, we've gotten to that time. John, can you give me your final thought for today? Um, just uh, the countdown is on. Uh, Lindor watch. I'm counting down the seconds for you. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I have this weird thing where it's like, I want to give you so much grief, but there's like this little part of my humanity that feels bad for you. And then I just hit him with the bat, and I just like to make fun of you. Uh, Lindor is <laughs> going to free agency. He's going to hit that free agent market, and he's not going to get as much as the Mets offered him. That's he's my final thought. <laughs> Fox. Uh, well, Team John, first and foremost. Um, but there's one interesting thing that we did not talk about, and I guess we're not going to talk about it until next week. Um, I don't want to hear anything about it because we missed it, and that's everybody's bad. The NFL is going to 17 games next year. And um, fun fact, uh, it's been the longest rule change since 75. In 1975, since then, uh, every team has had a 4,000-yard or more passing QB. But the Bears. And the Jets. The Jets, the, Jets, the Jets haven't had one either. That's all. That's all I got. That Chad Pennington season, he didn't get there? I guess not. Or Vinny Testaverde. Anyways. Oh, Vinny. Ooh. Vinny Greenballs. Vinny and the yeah. Jets. Or Brett Favre. Anyways. 
Favre. Uh, what about Sanchez? <laughs> what, what do you got? What do you got, Clax? Favre, Favre, Favre. <laughs> I just love to be sickened by the fact that you somehow, some way, needed to bring up Tom Brady in a basketball <laughs> conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That was for you. Uh, was Tom Brady, you know that he had seven rings. Because I don't know if everybody knows that he had seven rings. That's one more than six and one less than eight. Seven rings, Tom Brady. He's the best. That's that's all I hear. And I'm just so over it, man. We're talking about basketball. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> um, Thanks for letting me share. <laughs> well, well. I, I, I don't know what, what the next episode is going to bring because they're going to have to say something about Lindor one way or the other next episode. And I just Ooh. really, 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 <laughs> really hope that Uncle Steve does the right thing in 36 hours. Um, I, I have not much else to say about the situation. I'm going to get harassed by many people. Over the next 36 hours, I'm hoping that I'm going to wait. I wake up in the morning, and the first thing I do is I go to ESPN, wait to see. And you're nervous, but, and you're nervous about the ball busting you're going to get because you. <laughs> oh, it's it's really it's really racking your nerves over the ball busting no, no, no. you're going to get for an ball entire busting. season. Every time he does something good, someone's going to make fun of you. <laughs> ball busting right now is the hardest. Um, once he doesn't sign, the heart is already broken, and and they're, 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 you, you can't kick him. He's down. He's down. Right now, I'm still up. And everyone's trying to kick me down, but I'm still believing. Because you know what? Tug, what did Tug McGraw say in 1973? He said, you got to believe. And you know what? Mets made it to the World Series. 69, 73. They won in 69. Great year for New York. Were you born then? Clax attended that World Series. I was there. I was 15 at that point. But no, I was not born yet. <laughs> Do you know what happened in New York in the summer of 1969? Uh, was that yeah. when the guy shot everybody? Summer of Sam? You have Summer of Sin. No, that wasn't 1969. That was 1977, the year the Yankees. Uh, Reggie Jackson won their first World Series after a long hiatus. No, the Mets won the World Series. The Knicks won the championship. The Jets won the Super Bowl. Um, Woodstock happened in New York that summer. And a man went to the moon that summer for the first time. So, you know, that was a pretty big summer. That has nothing to do with New York, the man going to the moon. But, you know, I just thought I'd throw that in there just because that's a big thing that happened. I feel like you you would take credit for that though. So I'm surprised. I mean, you did. it's definitely East Coast. They flew out of Florida. It's closer to New York than California. Don't be. What a big pile of facts about 1969 that was. Yeah, you, you didn't know about <laughs> you, that's the best summer of all time for New York. Uh, I should know that. Yeah, that was a great that was a great year, and um, the hockey team made it to the Stanley Cup but lost. Um, so it almost almost ran every every sport like Tampa tried to do this year with the Lightning winning, the Rays making the World Series, Brady. One with Tampa. Oh, did, did he? Oh, that's what I heard. Um, but basketball? They don't really have a basketball team, do they? Looks like John has a body camera. Nice. John, put your hands on the ground. Listen. <laughs> Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcast, Twitter, Tinder, anywhere you can find us. Go look for us. Uh, JD. Yeah. Only fans. Yeah. Oh,